Dunkin's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusion apply. Limited time offer. Okay. Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, good. All right, everybody. Well, welcome back. A very good evening to you, or if you're watching in the morning, afternoon, whatever time it is. Hi there. Welcome back to Aaron's show, the podcast for blind people, where we talk about issues in the blindness community. We're joined again by Melissa Dewhurst, who has a bit of an update for us about her technology. Melissa, welcome back. What is going on today? Go. I'm on. I went on my Amazon Fire 10 tablet today, and I would struggle with YouTube, not with navigation, because everything works with screen reader-wise. Like, voice view, screen reader still works. It's just uploading you know, I know what the upload button is by my by voice view screen reader saying upload, but when I click it, it doesn't take me anywhere. It'll take me to a screen saying, you know, download the Creator Studio, get it on Android, and all that. And me and my brother actually tried it, and it kind of didn't work, although the the um. Creative Studio went to my phone and didn't do anything to help my tablet. Has anybody ever struggled with with YouTube on their devices? I'm sure they have, Melissa. I'm sure this is a very common issue. The YouTube Studio was developed, um, it seems to be because creators like myself and other podcasters need to be able to keep track of who is watching their content more easily, you see. And there have been a lot of problems probably around YouTube and really all over social media with strange comments, uh, strange people that shouldn't be watching certain things, um, people either not at the right age to watch certain materials. So they developed this basically sister app to YouTube where you go in as a creator and you have to set certain parameters for your videos, you know, whether they're, um, you know, public, private, made for kids, not made for kids. You know, you need to set that up for each of your videos now so that you do not get in trouble or in any violation. So anytime you upload a video, you need to make sure to let YouTube know if it's made for kids or not. Um, and that's why all of my videos are not made for kids. It's I have I always set that so that nobody under the age of 18 is allowed to watch my content because I'm not taking any chances. Um, it's just too I'm risky. Set, I'm set at that mode, too, the only for adults, um, 18 plus. Yeah, yeah. But I also so want to talk about... Mm-hmm. But I also want to talk about something that if you're a nerd, whether it be Marvel, DC, or lightsabers... Um, nerding out excessively, you know, like, like imagine Marvel with whale comics. That would be pretty cool. 
they don't probably have it currently, I don't think. Um, but I did a video on my channel. I have a YouTube channel called Melissa's World. Um, should I spell that? Is there enough time to help the blind listeners? This way um, I can spell out. Well, you know, you know what's even, you know what's better? I, well, I, I appreciate that, Melissa. You, you know what I can do if you wouldn't mind? I could, I could pin your channel. I could just comment below, um, on this video with your link. I can put your channel in the comments if you want. I'll link my channel to you. Well, I, I already, everybody, I, I already have Melissa's channel, guys, so I'll just put it in the comments of my video, and then they'll be able, when they scroll to the comments, they'll see your channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I already, if I watch your content, I would already know what your channel is. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that is the best way to do it, so that, the, so that they go to the right page. Because um, there's yeah, this you know, way thousands. They don't, right. This way they don't make a mistake of going to the wrong, you know, wrong way. Right, but, right, it, it, but, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about nerd accessibility, like lightsaber accessibility? I told this to somebody in a live stream in the lightsaber community last night. Basically, I joined the guy's stream, and he and I told him, "Hey, can we create some lightsaber hill accessibility for lion saber fans?" And he is thinking about it at the moment, but he thinks it's a good idea. Well, that's well, that's good. That's really, really good. I support the idea. I think that everybody, blind or not, needs their hobby, needs their activity that they want to do, right? So yeah. um, certainly you need to be doing your, your nerd uh, activities, as you call them. Um, I, I think that's I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. But one nerd activity I struggle with is reading comics. Even though I can see the pictures, reading the print through my own naked eye can be kind of tricky. So I've been thinking if Marvel is listening to this, if, if Marvel Comics is listening to this, please incorporate Braille comics. It could help sure. us greatly. Sure, sure. Is there is there any company or any page that is particularly useful uh, as far as you know posting these types of things is concerned? I mean, is there a Marvel like official page uh, that I could maybe send this out to to make sure that they know that that needs to happen? I mean, I I completely agree with you about that, but I wouldn't know where to send the information. Where would who? Who is responsible for this Marvel uh, business? It's There's a site called Marvel.com as well as they're on YouTube as well as Twitter. But the, if you want the main site, it's Marvel.com. Um, so can, can, you spe- can you spell it? Capital M, lowercase A-R-V-E-L dot as in, pu- as in period, C O M. You know, I could probably find through that website. I could probably try to find their Facebook page um, for uh, for you. 
um, and, and see, see if I could reach out to them to see if they can help you find some accessible links or some accessible comics. I think, I think that's, I think that's a, a really, a really good thing, a really good, a good, a really good idea there for, for sure. Yes. Like, even though it's hard to read the print, somebody can feel the braille and it would read in braille Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and you'd be able to read the Braille part, like have a variant of print to Braille, print for the societies and Braille for us VIs. Um, that would help a lot. Right, right. I'm kind of surprised that there is not already something like this. Yeah, like they tend to make their Spider-Man comics, if not any comic in print and I can see the big pictures under my five times magnifier, but I have to get real close still to read the print. And it's just, you know, eyesore. Although, yeah, that's, and that's not right. That's not right at all, because you should be able to look at the comics without straining, for, for sure. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the same is true with lightsabers. You may not be able to see your hilt, but you should be able to feel the buttons and, you know, feel a guard. Um, and audio that says lightsaber ignition button tab to ignite. You know, that would be pretty neat. I I see. Well, I mean, those are two. You're right. I mean, those are two different things. The The issue of the comic book. And then the lightsaber, I mean, those are two different interests. They're similar, but they're two different things. Mm-hmm. I have, I don't mean to have double whammy interests, because um, I like Marvel and now Star Wars, you know, with Luke, Leia, Han Solo, um, and Marvel with Hulk, Spider-Man, you know. Right. Ho- hobbies like that. I yeah. think I think that's really I think that's really excellent. Mhm. What do you think what do you think Aaron about about nerd accessibility? As I said, I think it should be I think these activities need to be access accessibleized or accessible for for you. Mhm. And and other blind nerds. Right, and and other and other blind people, right? Exactly, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what if you can't see the comic you're getting? You know, what if you're blind? You'd be able to feel the braille, and it would read out in braille Spider-Man and the title. Like that would be right. kind of neat. Yes, I I am kind of surprised that this is not already on the market. I mean, I know that for children there are books like that, but I'm surprised that they didn't do comics like that. Yeah, the same goes for DC Comics. Um, okay, now what's like, the difference from okay? What's the difference from Marvel Comics to DC Comics? DC Comics, you have Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, all the high-powered superheroes like Superman, Green Lantern, Batman. Um, it's basically it, D, and that's capital D, capital C, 
and it translates to Detective Comics. And hmm. I'm not sure if there's I'm not sure if there's a site, but I would look up DC website official DC website. I would try to look it up. Right, right. I I see. So then, what is the history behind that? How is that different from Marvel? Well, I seen a documentary on the story of Marvel and how they used to be the baby and behind DC Comics and comic sales because they were popular back then with their Superman comics. And Marvel was just the baby catching up. Now it's reverse. Marvel is ahead with their Spider-Man and, you know, Wonder, not Wonder Woman, that's DC, but they're ahead with their Spider-Man, Black Widow, and characters like that. And it'd be kind of nice if there was comic accessibility. This way blind nerds can enjoy them just as much as your average everyday sighted person with 2020 vision. Right. Well, I, I completely agree. I think uh, I will look into that and see see what, what I can find about information about that. Yes. And um, so what when you go on these lives on these lightsaber live groups, you know, what can you tell our listeners more about what do people talk about? I mean, it's it's a lightsaber. So what types of things are they saying and talking about? Well, I've been on a YouTube channel. I don't know if I should say his name here. Uh, no, 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 thank you. Let's not. But you okay. can talk about but what I, the video was. Mm-hmm. But I've been on a YouTube video um, last night of somebody in the lightsaber community. Um, not right. the people making, not the people making my saber, but somebody else in the community. And he co- collabed with this other person, and. I used my screen reader to read the chat relay and comment and read the title of the video. It's, you know, lightsaber talk, blah, 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 live stream. And they would talk about lightsabers from different lightsaber manufacturing companies. Like, you know, like, for example, you talk about Saber Forge and their sabers. And... It wasn't about specifically them, but that's just an example. Um, but this video talked about, or this stream talked about lightsaber hilds and just all around hanging out lightsaber talk um, where people would gather around, talk about their favorite sabers. And and I said, hey, I'm getting a lightsaber soon. Like we blind Star Wars nerd here. And the guy was like, Ooh, glad you're getting a lightsaber. And the second guy who was collabing with them, um, it was two men in the video or stream. And they basically talked, basically, you're all around lightsaber talk, anything lightsaber related in this stream. Like from different types of sabers to how they work and what each saber does and who makes them and where you can get them. Well, talk, it's not a, talk, tell our listeners a little bit more about that. So what are these different types of sabers? These different brands 
And what are the differences and what are the pros and cons? Well, this one guy made something called the glass flex. If you, if, if you cited people, type up G-L-A-S-S flex. Um, cause this one dude, he was, it was kind of weird, but he made a glass flex Luke Skywalker, a new hope styled glass lightsaber. It was all clear. Um, but it was shaped in the shape of Luke Skywalker's saber from A New Hope. And it's basically like, if you guys don't know what the term graph flex means, it basically means like from a flash gun in the 70s or 40s, you know, from an old camera. And and George Lucas or somebody, whoever made the Star Wars film, um, they basically took that and, you know, rearranged it to make it look and function like a lightsaber. Although mm-hmm. it wasn't, although it wasn't real, that they used special effects later, um, to make the blade part, obviously. Um, but, if anybody knows, um, what I'm hitting to, if anybody can get a mental picture of what I mean when I say graphics, that's basically those lightsaber, um, it's kind of like some sort of flash gun from an old camera. It's gray, and it has a little clamp on it. And if you guys ever seen A New Hope, that's the lightsaber Luke uses when he's sitting there talking to a Jedi. And Luke is trying it out for the first time. That's the lightsaber Luke uses. And... These lightsaber companies, like you have Ultra Sabers, U-L-T-R-A Sabers, then you have Saber Forge, S-A-B-E-R-F-O-R-G-E, who both make lightsabers, and they look pretty neat and sound pretty cool. Some, some people, I forgot some company names, but you have Saber Trio, Saber, um, that's Saber with a B, Saber, T-R-I-O, and companies like that. Some are even using Smooth Swing, which is making it swing like the real Saber from the films. Like every little swing you do, it'll go vroom, vroom, vroom. I see. I see. So it basically does everything but actually burn you. The idea yeah. in the movie There's is portrayed as well, it's not really cutting it burns. It's a it's a light, a flame thing is it's like gas basically that would burn you if it touches your skin in the movie. That's how it's described. Oh, because Luke had his hand sabered off. <laughs> his right hand sabered off. I I see. <laughs> Yes. Well, probably in the film they were portraying it as something that would both cut but definitely burn at the same time. Burn your skin. Yeah, you would get like a third, fourth, fifth degree burn, probably. Um, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think of what I just said, if you were able to pick it up with your ears? Well, I, I, I think it's. I think that these different companies are really 
are really interesting. Um, it sounds like you do a lot of research on the different companies and the, you know, that each company presents a different saber for a different type for a different person. That's what I think. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody owns a lightsaber. I don't know if anybody that is blind in the saber community, but if you are, welcome to the fun of saber talk. Um, and I'm basically learning how to hold the lightsaber. I don't have it yet in my hands, but I am basically practicing the motion and the holding positions with my bare naked hands. Like nothing is in my hands. Right. Um, I'm just I'm just practicing the motion, like how to hold it, how to you know swing and getting my hands ready to hold the actual hilt when it comes. I I see. So you have to practice your technique of where you put your fingers and stuff like that. Yeah. And the people making my saber, I asked about the buttons and they said they're going to light up so I can see the illuminating light from the buttons. But I asked, is there a way to have the saber talk to me? Kind of like talk, kind of like how talk back or voiceover or voice through screen reader does. Right, uh, right. And and the guy said that they'll try to incorporate that. Because um, you know what would be pretty neat if you're blind and get a lightsaber prop from, say, Saber Forge? Um, imagine if they took a hilt. That's the handle of the lightsaber. It's called the hilt. Spelled H I L D T H I L T hilt. Um, that's basically the handle, the part where you hold of the lightsaber. So if anybody it- says, like, if anybody knows what a hilt is, it's basically the handle part that you hold of the saber. And. If you like, you can go ahead. Um. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, th- I think you're trying to make a point. Yeah, so, yeah, people hold the hilt, right? Um, and then you were trying to say something about that if it was accessible, the lightsaber would, like, talk to you and, like, give you good good directions. Like, imagine if I felt for the ignition, and, it, and imagine it saying, ignition button. Tap to ignite. Like, that would be pretty cool. I mean, I agree with you. I think that that might already... I, I, There's got to be a way to make that accessible for you. I'm sure that there is a way to do it. The, the point that I would like to make, though, about these types of things is that when companies release products, you have to consider, you know really the population. I I agree. I think it's great that you're so passionate about your about your lightsabers. But how many other blind people and by the way, I'm not saying you're the slightest bit wrong. I'm just saying let's think how many other blind people are interested in in sabers, you know? Um so you you have to put take that into consideration. I don't know how many there are. Not Except for me, at least for now. 
Right, but my point is, my point that I'm that I'm making about it is that for a company to produce an accessible product, and this is always very problematic, it has to be profitable for the company. It can't just be uh, profitable for Melissa Dewhurst. It has to be profitable for Saber Saberforce Saberforge. Um, so you know, unless it's Unless the companies that produce the saber can profit from developing accessible sabers, then they are not going to produce or or invent or even have a patent, even have a license to be able to produce uh, such thing. You know, I mean, I I agree with you, but I'm sorry. That is how that is how it tends to work. If there's not enough demand, they aren't going to spend the energy on on that's, the production. That's kind of sad. Because it, is it, it is. me or am I is it me or am I the only visually impaired Star Wars nerd? Well like, I'm sure you are I'm sure you I, I agree with you. I think it is sad. It's very sad, Melissa, that the world is like that, but that's just how, you know, the world is. Um the best you can do is feel the buttons of your heel because they're really tactile. So, um, right. So, besides the ignition, the thing that would turn on the gas or turn on the 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 saber or really the light of the saber, um, which in the film is always depicted as a gas, just a big gas flame, basically. Um, what other buttons are on are on the hilt? Yeah, and the good thing for right now is that they're super tactile. I'll be able, I'll be able to feel them, as well as the guy making mine. Mm-hmm. He's doing every, they're doing everything for free for me as it's a gift, and he, and Aww. they decided to incorporate, they decided to incorporate a little bit of accessibility, probably not too much speaking, like say mm-hmm. voiceover on your phone, but. They're gonna give me light up, a light up ignition switch, so I can find it by its light, and it'll be like, it'll be like lighting up, you know, as if to say ignition button over here, <laughs> um, and I'll see the light emanating from the button, feel for it with my thumb, and bzzz. yeah, I see. Um, I see. And what color what color light are you going to get? What color light does it produce? Mine, I'll be able to swap the colors because of the golden harvest board, but I'm mostly leaning towards green, a green blade. Hmm. But would you would you be able to to switch the color automatically? Yeah, they said there's going to be another button that will allow me to go through the settings and menu especially the color selection. Um, like they said, that they're going to post a video for me on YouTube so I can learn how to use it. Like they're going to post, the guy making, the guys making my saber, once they build it, they're going to post a tutorial video of how to handle the saber, how to use it, how to care for it, and so on and so forth. Well, that's that's wonderful. Well, Melissa, I think that this saber, in the sense, I think that what they're doing is great. 
I think that's really, that's really, really wonderful. That's really nice of them. And I hope that they are able to, um, yeah, I think that's, that's interesting. So, and how do you take care of a saber, by the way? Well, not counting cleaning, um, basically proper handling, you know, how to charge the battery, or as we call it, in universe power cell, um, in Star Wars universe power cell, but Earth universe is called battery. Um, and, like, they're going to teach me how to charge the hilt when the battery gets low, how to hold the saber, how to activate the different buttons, where the different buttons are, and mm-hmm. and the, the emitter, which is the part where the blade shoots out of, it's yeah. gonna have a it's gonna have a circle guard, um, or a tuba as it's called. Not to be confused with the instrument tuba, but a circle shaped handguard where the emitter sits. Yeah, yeah, where the flame kind of jumps out in the movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and what that would do was tell me where to stop. So even though I'm not going to really hurt myself, but I would just have a, hey, stop here. You can't go anymore. Mm. That's what the circle-shaped guard is going to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's basically a circle-shaped guard. Um, if anybody's seen Star Wars, um, there's a Jedi who uses... Um, it's a, it's a cartoon on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should say, I don't know if I should say the title of the movie here. No, let's, let's just be safe than sorry now. Okay. But there's a Star Wars cartoon on Disney Plus I watch where there's a Jedi who uses this particular hilt and his, his emitter is similar to mine with the circle shaped guard and that Jedi that uses it is inspired me. It's basically this character in this cartoon is a blind knight. Um, knight spelled knight spelled K N I G H T, like as in like as in warrior knight. Um, as in a Jedi knight, for instance. Yeah, and this and this knight is blind, and he has the same emitter. And hilt as I kind of do, but not exact to my design though. His is different, but the emitter is the same. Like with the circle shaped guard and all that. And he inspired me to come up with the design I have. Like my hilt is semi similar to his with the emitter, but I custom designed the, the hilt. Like where the ignition switch will go where the pommel is, how long the hilt should be. That's what I designed in my specifications. And well, they're now... Well, great. And they're now taking that design and bringing it to, you know, real life, in a sense, as of right now. Things are slow due to you-know-what, um, but the hilt is in progress. Mm-hmm. I know it seems like a long wait, and granted it is, um, but they 
are kind of, in a way, teaching patience. It'll come. It'll come. And we're basically waiting on the Golden Harvest soundboard. They're still working things out with it before they release it. As they don't want anything to malfunction for me. Because they understand my low vision. They know that I'm legally blind. And want a hilt that works so perfect that I don't have to worry too much. Which is kind of nice of them. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. And how did you find this person who was willing to build you this thing for free? Um, I don't know if I should say the name of the of the group I went to, but to keep it safe for Aaron, basically, right. but to basically sum it all up, I went to a Facebook Saber hangout and chat page on Facebook, said, hey, I typed this up with dictation, um, and I said, hey, anybody doing a lightsaber giveaway, smiley face, and I post it. <laughs> And the next thing I know, I get all those rude comments of, hey, you gotta pay for it, and this and that, and suddenly, I hear, and, and I hear a ping, which is from my Facebook Messenger, um, which is a messaging, messaging app I have, and they message me, oh, Mel, they should be treating you like that. No, you don't deserve that, Mel, you deserve a saver. And they VC'd with me and t- said how, Wow, wow, that was rude of them. You deserve a saber, blah, 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 blah. And in the VC chat, because I VC'd with him, I VC'd, I video chatted with these guys as well. And they basically said how they're going to design my, you know, help to reality. And they said how they saw my design on Facebook, because I posted, I posted my design to Facebook on my page. And they found interest in that. And now, here they are making it. And it's, like, pretty nice, like, to have somebody. And I told them about, hey, you know, careful, I don't see too well. And I explained about my left and right eye and how my left eye is blind and right eye is nearsighted with low tunnel vision. And they were like, oh, no worries, we'll design a saber to your specs, as well as your vision impairment, no worry. And now, mm. here they are, here they are building it. Um, like, well, it's pretty awesome. You know, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I, on one hand, um, I mean, did, did you go to a, like a normal group on Facebook that was like a serious group for this type of thing that specializes in this, in this saber thing. Yeah. I went to one of the saber community pages, like groups. Um, think of something similar to the blind and visually impaired group, but it's about saber talk rather than vision impairment. Um, yeah, it's just like, it's just like on Facebook how I'm in a lot of reptile groups. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of a reptile group without reptiles and a lot of sabers, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they saw my comments pretty much. They they read my they read the comments under my post that's asking for a lightsaber giveaway. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out I was hanging out in the group 
for a little while. And then one day I finally decided, after hearing about all these amazing hills, I was mm-hmm. like, hey, anybody doing a lightsaber giveaway? Question mark. And that's when I get all the real comments of, hey, you got to save up. You got to pay. Mm-hmm. And that's when... Well- you know, and I want to, and I want to talk to you a little bit more about it, um, um, off the air, um, because I have an idea. I'm not going to say it on the show, but I have a, I, and I don't know if it's a good or bad idea. I know I can't say it on the show. There, when, when we hang up, there is a comment that I want to make about that because, you know, it's not some. I mean, I'm I'm so happy for you that there will that it's some legitimate person. Did did you? Uh, by the way, I'm not by simply asking all these questions. I'm not at all saying that you didn't do your research. But so I mean, did you like research who this person was who was messaging you and saying that they would? Did you kind of like fact check it and make sure that it was someone who was like like legitimately like supposed to be making uh, the savers? Yeah, it wasn't. You know, easy because of my low vision. You know, at the time I was still getting used to accessibility, like I was still getting used to narrator and all that. But I basically, this guy also gave me his website as well as his Facebook and YouTube, and I subscribed to him on YouTube, checked out his videos, and the videos had him, you know, showing off the sabers he made. Because this guy makes mm, mm. sabers too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it off the air. Um, yeah, I'll leave it there. Let's talk about it. I have some follow up questions, but yeah, let's talk about it off the air. I'm glad that he was that he did that, um, and I want to I want to learn more about I, I want to learn more about that. Um, so that's, that's really good. You know, anytime that someone has the courage to help someone with, who, who is blind or really in this day and age, Melissa, having nothing to do with you for a minute, anytime that someone helps someone else in any way, that's really a lot <laughs> with the world yeah. that we live in. So I, I, I greatly, I greatly appreciate that. Um, and uh i want to learn i want to learn more about that uh so so good good when 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 are you supposed to get your saber there's not a specific date yet they're working really hard and i mm-hmm. even asked them hey is there a specific date and they said that they'll let me know they'll keep me updated and posted as in we'll let you know what happens right and this is like pretty neat, you know, saber accessibility, comic accessibility should, you know, be incorporated to the customer that's getting a saber in case if, you know, if it's a blind customer, at least do it for them and do all mm-hmm. the others. You know, this way the blind person isn't struggling, you know, with their heel. Um, because I'm legally blind and I struggle hard enough. Not mm. counting strain, not counting straining, but things can be out of focus from time to time with my glasses. But 
comic accessibility, I feel, is the biggest issue of all this way, you know, this way blind fans can read comics to comics too. And I agree. Um, I, I don't know the one, the issue that I think is, is more prevalent. And I mean, they're equally valid. However, the issue that is more prevalent, um, you know, you know, in, in, in today's world, I think would be the sabers because there's a lot, there's a whole industry for star Wars. Um, I mean, there's a whole star Wars park that's going to open up in Florida. So, you know, um, I heard about that. Yeah. When is it going to open? It's, it's been already open. However, due to, due to the virus, Disney has closed off until further notice. I was going to, I was guessing that I was wondering, is Disney world like completely like shut down, like in a complete, like closed well, it's closed, as in nobody can enter, or isn't allowed to enter. Okay, so Disney World has shut down. So the whole Pretty Disney much. company has shut down. So do you think the entire Disney company has shut down? Not the, not the websites, but the park mm-hmm. has closed. The parks like Disney World and Disneyland, too, have all closed down. I think, yeah, Melissa, I think they closed down all the parks, all the stations. Paris, yeah. Tokyo, Taiwan. Um, there's probably another one somewhere, but those are the famous ones. I think they shut down the whole, that's, I mean, I've never thought of that. I guess they shut down the whole system. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's really bad. Well, this is really bad for everybody, but yeah. I was going to say that's really bad for Disney, but then again, the, the truth is it's really bad for everybody who has the virus. It's bad for everything. This is all bad. Yes, that's it's all very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this is um, the Star is, Wars park is going to be owned by Universal, right? Well, it's owned by Disney Star Wars. Um, oh, so Disney. Oh, so Disney is going to own the the Star Wars uh, branch. Yeah, they've nope. been owning it for a while now. Um, and like, it's because of Disney that we have episodes seven, eight, nine. Like, that's where we got the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and. And now the Rise of Skywalker. From a movie's standpoint. But Disney now basically owns Star Wars as a whole. Right. Well that's that's great. That's really I mean, wow, this is really cool. So have you have you ever been to the Star Wars park? No, I was about to go to Disney World until I got, you know, the big S word, um, you know, scammed. Oh, oh, okay. Well, uh, I I didn't know about that, Melissa. You didn't tell me, right? Well, well you don't. Well, you you didn't. You don't. I'm confused. You didn't need to tell me about that. Oh, 
Yeah, but I hope to go the next time. I'll oh. make sure to I'll make sure to bring my cane and rent that little audio description device I talked about last podcast. I see, I see. Well, good, good. You know that blue little box-looking device? Mm-hmm. That's what Disney has. It's basically an audio description device. And you put headphones on and through audio, it'll say, you're in Pandora. You're in, you know, this part of the park or that part of the park. It'll say the name of the park you're in. Mm-hmm. And you Great. can choose between... And you can choose between full description, detailed description, or, like, it's pretty cool. If anybody's ever tried that and went to Disney Disney World and tried that device. I mean, I've heard of it. I've never used it. The last time I was in Disney, I was maybe 19, was Eight or nine years. It was a long, it was almost ten years ago, actually. Wow. I yeah, wish I could go to... I've never been to Disney World, ever. If I do go, it's going to end up being my first time. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully there's still enough time left. Um, well, um, let me see. You said 45 minutes tops or something? Yeah, we have, uh, I can give you another, I can give you a 10, 10 to 12, well, let's do another 15 minutes, I think. Um, I hope you're not upset with that person's generosity when it comes to my saver. Um, no. I don't mean to no. make people jealous. No, not at all. Not at all. And I'm going to ask for something. I'm going to say something specific just off the air about it. It's it's all good. It's all good. I just want to make a comment, but it's a comment that I really can't make on the air. It would be. Oh, I know that. Yeah, it's one of those types of things. I do want to comment about it, but um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like explore more, pretty much. The what? Like when we're off stream, you want to explore explore more about it. Yeah, kind of. Yes. So, um, well, I hope that you certainly get to Disney and Star Wars um, when this uh, when this Corona virus, you know, when our country gets through this. I really hope that you you are able to go to those parks, I think. Of course, it would be more exciting for you to go to the Star Wars park with your lightsaber after you get it. You know, that would be very, very exciting. But Disney has rules and guidelines, though. Um, 
Also, they have a dress-up code, so you have to dress up very carefully. Um, you don't want to emulate characters. Um, that's the Disney number one rule. Um, I, I see. Why? Because Now, why is that? Confusion. Because um, when people see characters, they think, oh, like, hey, there's, there's Ray, there's Chewie, there's Han. And I think it's because of Disney's safety thing. Like, they don't want people to confuse, you know, the park park characters for people just dressing up and going, oh, is that is that a character? Or is that, you know, like, basic all-around? They're trying to avoid basic all-around confusion. I see. If you look, up, see. If you look up Disney dress code, um, D I. S N E Y Parks P A R K S dress code. It should come up with something on Google. Right. Yeah, I think every park basically has a dress code these days that everybody would have to would have to follow. I think what it is is that they don't it really has to do with copyright, too. They don't want you to imitate too much the certain characters. They want to pay people to train people to wear certain costumes and imitate that uh, that persona. Yeah. Like, like cast members are allowed, to, are allowed to be characters, but not, you know, guess over, you know, over 14. Like, like if you're a teenager and up, you can't dress as a character. Like, you can't, a girl can't be, like, I can't dress up as Ray. Um, you know. Or I can't, or I can't dress up as Leia Organa in the full. But I see. Who's the second second person? Well, a boy can't dress as Luke Skywalker. Well, a teen boy or adult. Man, I can't dress as Luke Skywalker at the park. Like, only cast members can do that, if you know what I mean by cast member. Yeah, they, the parks hire a staff of people to wear costumes. It's a very, very challenging job. Uh, you have to wear the costume for a long period of time. You walk around. You You have to stay in personality the whole time. It's very challenging. In character, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, for example, when it comes to the dress code, I can't, I can't dress this way in full, but a cast member can. Right. So um, that's, that's all, that's all interesting. I think that in this day and age, I think the parks are very concerned with safety. Is the safety yeah. is the main is the main concern is the number one concern, number two concern is profit is is of a park yeah. Mm-hmm. Profit as in money. If anybody is lis- if anybody is listening to this, um, he means money. Um. Well, we know that people are listening. <laughs> we know that people are listening to this thing. Yes. Oh, I I can't see the the chat. Um, well, it's not live. It's not a live. It's it's a recording, and this oh. this is what gets uploaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Because a live stream, I can read the chat with my screen reader and go, hey guys, what's up, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. And, yeah, I've done very few of those live streams. I tend to think that it gets distracting, and I think that people people don't appreciate it as much as a, as a recording, I think. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. when somebody, basically, when this guy live streamed last night in the Sabre community, what will happen is the video will be like a normal video, but to the right of that will be a long box, rectangle-shaped mm-hmm. box, mm-hmm. With, with, with people talking, and there will be a little spot which, which will say, and, and, and we'll be able to find it with our screen readers, but you sighties will see, you know, type message. And blah, 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 blah. And you can type a message and it'll come up in the chat. And people will, the people, the person that's recording the stream will be able to see your comment and go, you know, hey, what's up in the video? Hi, insert, like, 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 for example, this guy, when he saw my comment in, in the, in the uh, chat, he went, hey, Melissa's world. What's up? Right, right, exactly. Or you're saying that he he replied to your comment in, on his YouTube video, and you were signed yeah. into your channel page. So he pushed reply, and he he went scrolled down to your comment, and then he replied. He went to the reply tab to reply directly back to you. Plus, he also did it through voice, because um, you know the video is live, so it's in real time. You know. Kind of like wow. how Facebook's, kind of like how it is with Facebook, you know, when you stream, it'll say live video, and then it'll say how many people are watching, and mm. and when the stream is in, in real time, so the guy will be able to read your comment, and like he'll be in the video looking through the comments and through voice, he moves his world, what's up? And I asked, that's when I asked the guy about saber accessibility and how interesting it could be to help. And he was, and he was like interested. Like he raised an eyebrow kind of deal and, well, that sounds interesting. I'll consider it. And is this the same guy who then offered to build you one for free? No, somebody else. Um, I don't know if the guy making my lightsaber does streams. I'll ask him a little after we VC. Um, right. Because I can only talk to two people at a time, you know. But but some sites will allow multiple multiple VC. Like some sites where it allows you to VC with two, three, four people at the same time. <laughs> Like Facebook kind of does this. Yeah, um, yeah. Facebook try, you know, Facebook tries to do that, um, but again, that that gets very out of control. You know, this is, yeah. I, I think the quality of the conversation, you know, go, go, goes down. Mm-hmm. Crazy, it, even though it's probably audio. Right. Um. And. That's why I only limit myself to two, three people, um, you know, as a maximum. Because mm-hmm. if I, because I would be on Discord, 
get this. I would be on Discord, D-I-S-C-O-R-D, because I have a Discord. And two, three, four, five, six people will come on the VC chat. It's a voice channel on Discord I have. It ranges from text channels to voice chat channels. You can customize the channels if you're a server owner. Um, like, for example, I'm the owner of my not real language, culture, and community server. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll be able to edit what, how many channels, what the channel's names are, whereas people that come in are, are lower and they can't do that. Unless I give them the role of server owner, because you can assign roles, and it'll change, you know, to that particular role. Like, for example, on my server, I'm labeled as server owner, to put it, to put it safely. Um, I give myself the role of server, not saber, but server, as in Discord, server owner. And um, that makes that makes me in charge of the whole server because one, I made it, but I also gave myself the role to be safe. Mm. Yeah, and people that are below me are basically members. Members can't change the name of channels and you know ban people. Only I can do that. Or if somebody is under me in the same role. Like, they're a moderator, and they're helping me. Like, that sort of thing. Right. Right. Well, that's that's good. That's good. And I think, Melissa, I think that Discord and the use of Discord might be a really good topic for next time. Now, I want to wrap it up. Is there anything else, one final thing that you want to say to Aaron Show and our listeners from around the world. I say in Navi Siva go rise to the challenge. Um, and that I love the way you ended our show today. That was another by the way, by the way, stay on the line. Please do not hang up. You've been listening to Aaron Show the podcast for blind people, where we talk today about issues in the blindness community, especially about comics and lightsabers. May the force may the force be with you as they say in Star Wars and everybody rise to the challenge. As we say, we at Aaron Show hope that everybody around the world stays safe, wash your hands, and we hope that everybody gets better and stays well very, very soon. Have a good day today and a great day tomorrow. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill, plus take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626.
To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It's time for pumpkin flavors and new fall favorites at Dunkin'. And also some tough decisions. Like, do I want a signature pumpkin spice ice latte? A brand new oat milk latte? A new chai latte? Or a pumpkin iced coffee? Oh, and the bakery. Do I want a pumpkin donut or... Uh, there are other people behind you in this drive-thru. Oh, uh, I'll just take it all. Okay. It's all the cozy you crave at Dunkin'. Pumpkin favorites and new fall additions. Like new creamy without the dairy oat milk lattes and the signature pumpkin spice ice latte plus more. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.